0: Amen. How many is thankful tonight that he looked beyond our faults and he saw our need. Tonight we can rejoice in the fact that God has been so good to us. And there's been so many times God could have turned his back on us, but because of his great love for us. Amen. Uh, that's That's a strong declaration tonight. Because of his great love he looked beyond our faults and he saw our need if you have your Bibles turn with me again in the book of Genesis I want to read the scripture again and continue in the message that uh, we were on this morning and finish it up tonight Uh, while you're turning there in the book of Genesis chapter number 4 I want to say again thank you to each and every one of you for your kindness and your love that you've shown us this day I know we haven't been here long and i told a minister here not long ago we were talking and i said listen i said i realize that it takes time when you come into a pastorate and uh especially with people that you've never met before and uh, y'all never met us before up until recently and uh we're taking the time to uh, to earn your trust as men and women of god as a pastor and as a leader and uh i'm doing everything i can by the grace of god to do just that we want you to know that uh, we would never do anything intentionally to do anything but other than what god would have us do and uh, that's our heart's desire and so y'all have been so kind to us and taken us in like somebody told my wife today feel like we've just known y'all forever and uh somewhat we feel the same way amen Everything just kind of connected, so we're just grateful for your support and your for kindness today, all that you've done. We love you and we appreciate you looking for great things in the Lord in the days and weeks and years ahead amen and uh Genesis chapter number four, the Bible said, Adam knew his wife, and she conceived bare Cain, and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord' She again bears brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering, but unto Cain and his offering he had no respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said to Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin, life at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain brought with Abel his brother, excuse me, taught with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Father, we ask you to add your blessing to the reading of the word tonight. And Lord, that you would hide me behind the cross of Calvary tonight. Lord, let me be a vessel simply of you. Flow through me, speak through me. God, and by your Holy Ghost tonight into the hearts and lives of those that are here. We believe in God that what you speak into us, Lord, is, is going to be life-changing eternally. And Lord, even in our season, God, I know today that there are those that need to hear this word. Father, if not able to be here, that they'll hear it by uh, the way of live Facebook or whatever the case may be. But Lord, let your word go forth. If it's not just here, but into the home, into a hospital room. Somewhere, Father, that would stir the heart of a lost soul, God. Or stir the heart of a distressed soul. Stir the heart of a, of a child of God who has lost hope. Tonight, God, we thank you for doing just that. In Jesus' name, and everybody say Amen and amen. Uh try not to be too long tonight uh, for the simple fact that I know that we got a fellowship time coming, but I just want to preach for a few moments. Amen. And, and just rejoice in the fact of what God has spoken, first of all, into our lives this morning, and how that by the life of Abel we're reminded tonight that God desires faithfulness. Amen. And faithfulness in our lives is a very precious commodity. To know God, to have a desire of God, and to have a desire to please God are great things. Not everybody has them. Uh, When you find yourself in a place of spiritual maturity, in a place of spiritual health uh, and life, you find yourself desiring these things uh, and walking in this direction. When you find yourself slipping away from these things, it's a sign that it's time to draw nearer to God. Can somebody say amen? Uh, When we find ourselves straying from a place of faithfulness, in a place where God would have us to be, concerning our reverence, to him and concerning our faithfulness and obedience to him, it's time to draw near again to the Lord and say, God, whatever's in my way, whatever is got in my life that has tried to hinder me from doing that, which pleases you, God, I want to deal with those things. In my life, Abel was a man, as we talked about this morning, that had a great faith in God, a great reverence for God, and he was obedient to God. Now, I know that the Scripture does not go into detail concerning his personal physical uh, feelings or even his trials along the way. We know that that Abel was a keeper of the flock, but we don't know what he dealt with day in and day out. As I said this morning, that each day we wake up with feelings, and I'm sure that he had feelings. I'm sure he had had some, some good feelings. I'm sure he had some not so good feelings. Uh, but thank God that Abel was a man that didn't walk by his feelings. Amen. Uh, but he walked by faith. Uh, there have been times, as I said this morning, that I've gotten up and I didn't feel like going in anywhere. I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like facing the day. But I continued to press on by faith uh, because I knew that if I moved by my feelings, uh, then I was going to find myself in a place of despair. God spoke Something into my spirit this morning that was very powerful to my heart, and I hope that you really got a hold of it. And it's in the realm of faith, amen, to God that we see the favor of God, amen. How many want to see the faith, you know, How many want to see the favor of God? I asked you this morning, and I want to ask you again tonight. How many want to see the favor of God in your life? I need God's favor personally in my life. I need God to show His favor upon my prayers and upon uh, the needs that I have for for my family and for my friends. There'll be some times in life when I need to call out to God and I need God's favor in the moments of prayer and fervent prayer and seeking the Lord. And, and so tonight we, we're reminded that when we walk by faith, we enter into a realm of the favor of God. God is one that looks upon faith. Amen. He looks upon the lives of those who said, I'm just crazy enough to trust my God in the middle of it all. Amen. How many to would say, I'm just that person that I'm going to hold on no matter what. I'm going to trust God no matter what. I know it may seem like there's no hope. It may seem like this thing's falling apart, but dear God, I've got a faith in God. People think I'm crazy, but I'm holding on to God. And through obedience, I believe that God is going to turn this thing around. If you believe that tonight, will you give God a praise and say, Lord, I'm holding on to that time? Of faith that is bringing forth obedience in my life that brings forth the favor of God in my life. Tonight I begin to think about the man called Achan. As they begin to go to battle, I was reminded this afternoon as God spoke to my heart about how he began to, to find himself being rebellious and unfaithful to God. And he went and he took of the things that he should not have taken. And when it was time to go to battle, the favor of God had been lifted off of the Joshua began to wonder how in the world have we found ourselves in this position. And God spoke to him and said, there is sin in the camp. And so Joshua began to, by the Spirit of God, find himself narrowing down to come to a conclusion of where that sin was. And when he began to deal with that sin, then God's favor came on him again. I want to tell somebody, when you're moving by faith and you're not moving in rebellion, when you're moving in obedience to God, God. When you find yourself guarding yourself from the things of the enemy and what he would have you do, you'll walk into a favor of God that no weapon formed against you will prosper and everything you face. Amen. When it comes to the realms of the enemy, you'll find the favor of God in your life. If God be for you, who in the world can be against you? Amen. If, mm-hmm. Tonight, we got to give God praise and understand and be reminded of the importance of faithfulness. I can't preach it enough. Amen. I can't stress it enough. I can't sing about it enough. Great is his faithfulness and ours ought to be faithful. Amen to God to trust in his faithfulness. We ought to be able to look up every day and not forget that his faithfulness is above all generations. His faithfulness is mighty to save. His faithfulness is mighty to heal. His faithfulness is mighty to deliver. His faithfulness is full of his favor in our life. Amen. Thank God for faithfulness of the Lord and favor of God in our life. We know that Abel was was reminded of God being the creator of his life. He was reminded of the instruction and now we come to the conclusion that Cain was not Abel. He was a totally different person. He was a a person of the realm of rebellion. He he was a person that allowed his feelings to get in the way. He he allowed sin to taunt him. He allowed the things around him of the enemy to, to to cause him to walk in a different mindset. Cain wasn't able. The Bible said that Cain, he began to, to come to a place of rebellion in his life as they brought sacrifice unto God. And it was simply because he knew what God wanted, but he chose not to give it to him. Amen. Come on, somebody. How many tonight say, I want to know more about God? I want to know what he wants from me. Amen. I want to know what God requires of me. And not only do I want to know what God requires of me, I want to be able to give God what he requires of me. Amen. How many want to give God what he requires? Cain was a man that knew what God wanted, but he refused. To give him what he required Like Abel did He took no thought of the sovereignty of God He he could not live by this faith But he lived by self-serving emotion He lived by his feeling And what made him feel good And what made him feel like he was was Where he needed to be And what made him feel like he was validated There are people today that are living more By what they think they ought to to feel Than they are about what God wants them to be Amen Amen Oh, more about Jesus. What I know and less of me. Amen. There are people today that are living according to their own self-serving feelings, trying to validate who they are based upon a feel-good. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And if it don't feel good, then rather than get it right with God, they begin to point their finger at everything that is of God and everything that is right to try to do. You ever heard that saying, he just wanted to blow your candle out so theirs would shine a little brighter? And maybe that's what Cain was trying to do with Abel. He was trying to blow his candle out, maybe thinking his would shine a little brighter. He was living by self-serving emotion. He was living in a realm. him to try to attain something by feeling that could only be attained by faith. And he began to get angry and jealous over what was happening. He looked at his brother every day and wondered how in the world can God accept him and not me? How can he accept his sacrifice and not mine? And he began to let this bitterness and this jealousy and this anger get down in him. And sin lied at the door and sin chose to devour him. And little by little came began continued to let it fester and let it build until he gave in to the temptation of sin as he talked with his brother. He couldn't even smile at him anymore. He couldn't even love him anymore. He hated him because of the feelings that he had in his life. Can I tell you somebody today, feelings he meant to God are nothing to sustain you but faith in God because you can have a bad day and your feelings go south and your feelings if you act on those feelings can create a bitterness and a And sin can come in and devour you. And Cain found himself falling at the hand of the enemy because he simply refused to listen to the instruction of God. Oh, he finally murdered his brother because of his anger and because of everything that he was feeling in his life. Cain knew the instruction, but he chose not to obey it. How many today hear the word? They shout over the word. They judge others by the word, but they don't obey it themselves. Come on now. Well, we got people today, they know how to, they know how to come to church and, Praise God. Amen. They've heard the word, but they ain't living by it. Come on, somebody. Preacher, you come to bash it. No, I come to tell you the truth. If the shoe fits, put it on. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, we, we find ourselves sometimes people, they shout over the word. They hear the word. They say, preach on, preacher. They'll say everything they, that they can say to make somebody, make them feel like that they're doing God justice. But let me tell you what works for God. It's not the shout amen to God if your obedience is not connected with it. It's not the praise if your obedience is not connected with it. I'm telling you what moves God is faith in what you're shouting about about what you're living today God is not gonna bless your feeling he'll bless your Tonight, amen. Somebody ought to give him glory in the house. Amen. And when you understand the realm of what Cain was doing, he knew the instruction of God, but he did not want to live by it. Tonight, what holds back revival many times is people that know they ought to be praying fervently and they've given in to the TV. Amen. They've given in to everything other than what God is requiring people that know they ought to be hearing the voice of God and living according to the instruction by obedience, but they've given everything to the world and less and less of God. And they wonder where revival's at. Revival is in obedience it's in faith it's not in rebellion it's in saying Lord here I am not only do I want to hear the word not only do I want to live it I want to be able to shout over it with a fresh vibrant praise that you are God and you're worthy of all praise honor and glory here Cain was Like many today know the instruction of God. They want the favor of God. Cain wanted it. How many want it today? You can't live far from the path of the favor of God. Cain brought to God what he wanted to bring rather than what God required. And he wanted God to accept it. But God wasn't going to accept it today many, many bring things to God except obedience. Amen. They'll come to the altars of prayer hoping there's just an anointing on the preacher or some deacon or elder or somebody around the altars that'll override their feelings of disobedience. And that God will show favor on them anyway. Come on somebody. When you come to the altar When you come to the place to where you understand you need a touch from God, you can't continue living in the the way you're living. You come by faith and you come in the obedience of God. There are many today that are living in that realm. They're living in a place where the They they need God to show favor in their life. They need to be obedient but until they become obedient God's not going to be able to do what he desires to do in their life because God is not going to force himself on disobedience and hmm, come on somebody they think God is supposed to validate their disobedience well, you should, you should, you should, you should love me, God, because you're a God of love. And it shouldn't matter how I live. I could live any kind of way I want to live, but you're a God of love. You're supposed to love me. God does love you, but he hates sin. Come on, somebody. And if we preach love without repentance... Then we're preaching an apostate gospel. There, There's those today, I have them in my family. Maybe some of you have them in your family that are living, that were raised in the church. They know what God's word says. They know what the instruction says. But somehow they got connected to the world. And they're trying to let the world be their God. And they're trying to connect themselves to the God of all creation. And they're using the theology that if God loves me, I can live like I want to, and God's still supposed to love me and validate me, and they're getting angry at the church because they say the church is judging me when the church is just trying to save them from a devil's hell by preaching the word of God, and that, come on, I'm preaching tonight, and somebody needs to understand We've got them in our families. And they think, well, you're supposed to be a representative of God. You're supposed to love me. We do. I can't think of any greater love than a God who will send his son to keep us from an eternal destruction in hell. I can't think of any greater love than for a God to send his son to drip sweat drops of blood. Amen to God and hang on an old rugged cross. I can't think of any greater love than for those who are walking in the truth, not to hoard it, but to share that truth with a lost and dying world. There is a realm and a remedy for sin. And rebellion. It is faithfulness unto God. God began to speak to Cain. Cain was upset. God said, Where's your brother? Am I my brother's keeper? God knew it. He said, His blood's crying out. I know what you've done. I just want to know why you're upset. My goodness, why are you upset? Why are you, why is your countenance falling? If you do good, you'll be accepted. Amen. If you don't do good, sin, life at the door. I ain't got time for the devil. Anybody with me? who so I don't want to do anything that would give him any opportunity in my life i I want to try to do everything I can to walk in obedience to God because i I don't want to want to want to crack the door for the devil and and this is what Cain did living by feelings. He cranked the door for the devil, living in jealousy, he cranked the door for the devil, and then little by little the enemy came in. He was consumed by that sin. But God said, If you would only do right, would you not be accepted unto the Lord? In other words, if you would choose the instruction of God, choose the way of God, God can turn some things around in life today. There are many that are coming with a worldly mindset, wanting a heavenly blessing, but it don't work that way. Amen? You've got to come with a mindset of humility, of repentance, and say, God, what is it that you would have me do? Paul, when he was saved on the road to Damascus, did not instruct God, but God instructed him, and Paul said, whatever you want me to to do my god i want to do it amen how many feel that way tonight amen. whatever you have me do Many coming today with a worldly mindset want a heavenly blessing. They're living in sin, but they want God's approval. They're, they're killing babies and having abortions, but they want God's approval. They're living gay lifestyles, but they want God's approval. God, but preacher, you shouldn't say that. You're going to get us in trouble. I'm telling you the truth. They're living in lustful relationships. They're shacked up, and, and they want God's approval. Somebody ought to say amen, because I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen? Oh, well, God is a God of love. He understands. No, he don't. When we're living apart from God and in rebellion of God, we, we shouldn't expect the favor of God in our life. I know it's tight, but it's going to get right. Preacher, We, we you, you're just judging everybody. No, I'm not. God has sent me as a voice crying in the wilderness in this last day of generation. And I may not, I may not have come from a place that many would have liked for me to come from, but I can tell you this. Until the Lord calls me home, I'll still preach God's grace is greater than any sin. But if sin is going to have grace applied to it, it has to come to a place of repentance. And you can't keep doing what Cain was doing or sin will consume your life and you'll find yourself blinded in the realms of the spirit of Cade. God said, all I need you to do is do good and I'll bless you. But many don't. They want to come and shove anything in the face of God. They want to sing the songs of Zion with a heart that is full of bitterness and envy and strife. They want to complain about what everybody else is not doing, but won't do anything for the Lord themselves. They want to be blessed, but they refuse to give God their best can I go ahead and tell somebody they won't favor but God don't like that flavor. If you're living in a relationship of sin, the only hope is God's grace. Hey, I'm telling somebody today, I just gotta I gotta preach this is the truth. It's not judgment, it's warning. God is the judge. Amen. I'm not judging, I'm telling you amen to God all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but thank God for people amen like Abel that would do everything they can to please God and walk by faith they may not, may have had some bumps along the way and failed God at times but they get back up realizing what God requires of them David fell many times but he got back up and got in God's grace cause he knew how to repent and he knew how to my, I feel the Holy Spirit Tonight, he knew how to get back in God's favor, and it wasn't trying to shove things in God's face that God didn't require. David said, Lord, I give myself to you, I repent, I want back in your grace, Lord. Have mercy on me, a sinner. They don't want mercy, hey, amen. They want favor. The Cain didn't want mercy at the time, he wanted favor, but now that he has killed his brother now the tides have turned and he's looking for favor see cain wasn't able but god is come on somebody cain wasn't able to deliver himself from the wrong mindset from the wrong attitude from a life of disobedience. he wasn't able to do it but god was able to help him. There are many today that you know somebody, maybe you're in this building tonight, you can't help yourself, but God can. You're not able to help yourself, but God can. Somebody shout with me, God can. God can. See, the frustrations of disobedience will never subside without repentance. The only way to please God is to obey His will. Not just to agree with it, but live it out. God will never accept unrighteousness from any generation, but He tells Cain in order to get His grace He must do well. What is doing well? It's surrendering to the instruction of God in obedience tonight. Hey man, somebody ought to hear tonight that God informed Cain That if he would not do the things that were pleasing unto God, that sin would consume him. Romans 6 and 12 said, don't let sin control your mortal body, that you may uh, obey its desires. Cain wasn't able, but God was able. Cain says, where is your brother? oh am i my brother's keeper he was still rebellious he was still aggravated he was still frustrated he still had an attitude with god and god said listen his blood is crying out the blood of the faithful man is crying out tonight and god began to let cain know that there would be a penalty for his sin Cain said, Lord, I don't know what in the world I'm going to do. Everybody knows me. They've seen my face. They're going to destroy me. But God was able. Whoa! You say well preacher You just don't know what I've done There's so many people that know me By what I've done Oh, But God is able You cannot deliver yourself From that kind of guilt But God is able Cain wasn't able but God was able There's only one thing we need to get from this tonight That when we find ourselves Struggling with the onslaught of sinful temptation We must guard ourselves Against it and fall into with the obedience of God and say oh Lord as Joshua did as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord tonight we're going to do what God would have us do we're going to walk in that kind of blessing in that kind of realm of God's anointing because we want the favor of God in our life God says to Cain he says listen I'll I'll mark you I'm going to cover you. I'm going to take care of you. How many knows God's able to take care of you? Come on, sis. Look at Somebody around you tell them God's able. Cain wasn't able, but God's able. You're not able, but God is able. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Stand with me, if you will. Cain wasn't able because he wouldn't do what God should do in the realm of our pressing forward we've got to press into the instruction of God but then along the way of that pressing we find the temptation to give in to feelings amen let me back up just for a minute y'all ain't mad with me are you feelings can get in the way in the middle of your faith if you let it I just want to rejoice in a truth tonight that is timeless a timeless truth What is that that tonight? What is that? Is it when you stay focused, when you keep your eyes on God and you reject the feelings and the temptations that are warring at you, it ain't always easy you may have to shed some tears while you're waiting on God to do a thing in your life. It may be painful while you're waiting. Like I told somebody one time, I said, it's going to pass. It may pass like a kidney stone, but it's going to pass. The of perseverance is worth the manifestation of the pain it took to get there in other words i may have to shed some tears right now but joy is coming in the morning I, my goodness can somebody shot me i may have some dark days but joy is coming in the morning i may have some dry seasons but joy is coming in the morning. Why? But not because of my ability, but because of his ability. And if Cain would have done what was right and suppressed his feelings and walked by faith, he'd have found joy on the other side of the pain of his perseverance. I come to tell somebody tonight that Cain wasn't able, but God was. And you've been through some pain in your journey. You've had to push past the pain to persevere. But tonight God said, your tears are going to be a revelation of the joy that's coming in your life. We're going to have a freedom and liberty to praise him again. Amen. Somebody ought to give him glory. We need a liberty again. We done clammed up. We done got tight and we're moving by feeling we're living by feeling and we ought to be living by faith Amen Help us Lord Do you love the Lord tonight? Do you believe that there's a difference in the atmosphere today? Oh do you believe that God has taken us to greater heights. If you believe that tonight, I want you to just reach over and take somebody by the hand, if you will. I'm not going to give an altar call tonight so much. I just want you to reach over and take your neighbor by the hand. We are going to pray in just a minute. I'm telling you somebody tonight, as you're joining hands in faith with those around you, you don't know what they're going through. They may not have shared with you and they don't have to. But God knows tonight and God is able. Maybe you have not fallen into the trap of the spirit of Cain, but maybe you have been under the pressures of the enemy. God told me to tell you be faithful. Don't you give up, don't you give in. Father, tonight, every hand that's joined, praying for those around them, I ask you, Lord, to let the anointing of the Holy Ghost flow across this building. God, we ask you, Father, that you minister, Lord, the word that you had given me, I have delivered. Father, let it begin to accomplish what you've sent it forth to accomplish. Lord, I pray for each and every one that's joined hands tonight, that whether they have fallen into that spirit or whether they're under the pressure of that spirit, that they would be reminded through your word tonight that they may not be able, but you are. And tonight God, you desire to uphold them by your strong hand. You desire through the instruction of your word to declare unto them what works. God they may be dealing with family members father that are that are lost in the world today that are that are living in worldly sinful pleasures and lifestyles and they need they need to hear this message tonight that God you love the sin, sinner, but you hate the sin, and god you 're not going to put your favor on sinful lifestyles, but lord you 're going to put your favor on what is great, what is good, what is righteous, and what you 've instructed. nothing will ever change that tonight. Father, if we've been anyone in this building that's been giving you anything else other than obedience in their lives, I pray, Father, they would hear these words loud and clear in their spirit. Father, you're a God that says, if you'll do well, will I not receive you? Father, tonight, let them hear that. That's your grace. That's your love. Cain killed his brother, but you still let your grace cover him. Father, you still moved upon his heart and his life. God, tonight we we thank you. We thank you for a God who is able to look beyond our fault and see our need. You look beyond Cain's fault, you saw his need. It came at the at the expense of bloodshed. But God, you loved him anyway. Lord, I pray tonight that you would help us to realize that your desire is not to judge people to hell. You would love to receive all who would receive you. But tonight, God, there, there are people that are living in the spirit of Cain. God, we don't need that. In our church, we need a vibrant sea of obedience. We don't need that in our nation. We don't need that in our community. We don't need to wake up every day, Lord, wondering what the enemy is going to do next. God, we need people who are truly ready to surrender. Surrender to the God who is able. And as we leave this place tonight in the presence of God, I pray, Lord, that you would keep us, that you would guide us. Father, that you would take us in the days and the weeks and the months ahead into a closer walk with you as individuals and as a church. When we gather here on Tuesday nights, God, that you would move upon the hearts of everyone in this church to come and gather to pray. God, we believe that this prayer night on Tuesday night is making a difference. Lord, we pray that you would and prayer warriors God you're doing so many things God we ask you Lord that you would raise up workers and leaders in this body to facilitate Lord what needs to take place in discipling men and women boys and girls who have said God I'm not able to do this thing in life but I'm I'm trusting you because you're able. You've saved me and you'll take me by faith. Guide me into my purpose. Lord, help us. And As we leave this place tonight, God, we ask you to continue to touch all those that are on our prayer list. Prayer request. My request tonight, God, is that we'll continue to hear the good things of God faithful men and women of God who are holding on and doing what you would have them do Lord being obedient to you and finding favor the favor of God in their life and we'll give you the praise for it all in Jesus name everybody said amen and amen God bless you give him a praise if you want to shake hands in fellowship in the name of the Lord Amen. We love you and appreciate you so much.